What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Palm, accompanied by co-host Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. Go. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. And I just want to be honest with you. I think I was so geeked off the last episode. I kind of like closed this out like a little bit fast. I'm sorry if I felt rushed at the end, but hopefully the game and the insight that we provided throughout the the pod. (laughs) No, but last episode was so fire that that's going to just be like, you know, dust it under the rug, bro. Like, like if y'all haven't checked out the last episode we did about uh, the Beyonce uh, wave with her uh, concert tour. Um, if y'all haven't seen that episode yet, just I mean, pause this, go back and watch that episode. Listen to that episode first. Actually go watch it on YouTube because we also just hit 10,000 YouTube subscribers. Now, like that's that's a milestone. I don't know about y'all, that's, that's, that's a milestone. Like in that first that first 10K where it don't just say nine, five, five. it say like the 10K, the K part, you know what I'm saying? Right, so we need, that. We, we need that. that. we need that. So we appreciate y'all for subscribing. If you haven't yet subscribed, just go to YouTube, type in Melanin Money Show, subscribe. Um, y'all get not just this, y'all get three shows a week. Y'all get Tax Free Tuesdays. Y'all get the uh, podcast on Wednesday. And yeah, what day, George, George? Mine is Mondays. Mondays. Freedom Fast Lane. The quick Financial Freedom Fast Lane on Mondays. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So every week for three days, they get put on game about how to make more money, how to pay less taxes, and how to build their business. Facts. Look, if if you ain't subscribed, you're playing yourself. Right. Not to mention you get all the shorts, right? Each one of the shows has at least three to five clips, right? So it's like, if y'all need a quick nugget, y'all get those as well, um, both on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. So listen, we're omnipresent. I just hired um, my own personal kind of social media person. So because I was lacking on TikTok. So I was like, look, I need to get this stuff repurposed. I'm I'm all in. I want to give y'all as much sauce everywhere as possible. 2023 is put on next season for Melanin Money Crew, okay? So we appreciate y'all for tapping in. And we would be remiss if we didn't give you all this game and give y'all a way to really, truly predict your profit. Wouldn't you like that? Wouldn't you like a crystal ball that can like help you predict your profit? Like I know I would appreciate that, right? Mm -hmm. And before I learned what we're about to cover today, I would think that that's not possible. It's like, hey, it just is what it is. You, You can hope for the best. Then I realized that hope is not a strategy, right? Hope is not a strategy. And there is a way that you can predict your profit. We're going to go through it today, give several examples. So whether you're my uh, in online online people who have courses, webinars, or whatever, Carter's going to cover some stuff there. If you're a physical product person or service-based person, we're going to get all of y'all covered so that you can start to predict your profit. All right. So let's start from the top. The first thing, especially if you like sell like something on a physical product or whatever, right? And it's applicable for other things too, but is you want to know your conversion rate, okay? So let's say that your website, let's say you sell t-shirts or you sell, <laughs> shameless plug, you know, the most- Check out the merch, shop.melanomoney.com. Shop.melanomoney.com, don't ever play yourself, right? Official uniform for wealth builders of color. 
Um, let's say that you sell hoodies, shirts, whatever, right? And you want to know, okay, well, what is my conversion rate? The beautiful thing is if you use Shopify, matter of fact, it'd be a great sponsor. Shopify, we're going to tap in with y'all. Um, if, if you use Shopify, they have really, really great analytics. You don't, have to, you don't have to figure it out. And they will tell you, literally tell you what your conversion rate is. And what that means is for everybody that comes to your website, this is the percentage of people who actually buy something. So for example, if you have a 6% conversion rate, if 100 people visit your site, six people bought something, right? And it's tracking this data on a regular basis and it's updating, going up, going down, right? Based upon, you know, variety of factors that we'll get into. So what does that tell you? Okay, well, th th that's the first lesson. I got out of every 100 people to come visit my website, six people bought, then, then what? Okay, well, what is my average order value, right? Okay, if my average order value is $50 and I need 100 people for six people to buy, Okay, so now I got that math, but let me reverse engineer. If I want to make 10K a month or 20K a month, I know my average order value, right? I know my conversion rate. Well, how many people do I need to get to the website, right? In order to hit that number. So now it becomes literally scientific, right? It's like, okay, this many people are going to buy. It, this is what they're going to spend. And I want to make this. So then I need a thousand people right? Or whatever your number is. You literally can reverse engineer it. So now you're no longer playing the guessing game, right? You know exactly how many eyeballs you need, how many people are going to buy, and how much they're going to spend to be able to back into how much you want to make. So I'll pause there. See if Carter, if you want to chime in. Yeah. Like, see, most people go into business guessing, right? Guessing what things going to happen. Like you, it's okay to guess what you're going to eat later today, but you, you, there's no guessing in business, right? Like you, should, you shouldn't be just guessing on how things are going to go. So I think it's, it's important for people to understand, like, if you want to hit certain revenue numbers or certain sales numbers, like it's not going to just happen by accident. You might get lucky one month, but if you want to have consistent, predictable profits, you have to understand the numbers of your business. So as, as George put it, like if your average order value is $50 and you had a 50% a conversion rate, right? That means that every 100 people, 50 people are going to buy and they're going to spend 50 bucks. So you just do 50 times 50 and that's how much you're going to make per thousand people that come to your website or per 100 people that come to your website. So once you know that, you're only, and once you know that you can just pull different levers mm -hmm. to make more money. What's up, guys? Have you ever been just like chilling on the couch and trying to find something to watch on Netflix and you're browsing, you're scrolling and you just can't seem to find anything that you either one haven't already watched or just doesn't seem that interesting? Well, I have the solution for you, because if you're listening to the Melanin Money show, then I know that you care about taking your financial life to the next level. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks. So instead of Netflix and chill, you can Financial Flicks and chill and you can find on-demand videos across personal finance, wealth building, and entrepreneurship. And right now, you can test drive Financial Flicks for just a dollar by clicking the link in the show notes. Go to melaninmoney.com forward slash Financial Flicks and check out all of the on-demand videos we have, plus all the other features that you'll get access to by joining today. Oh, okay, cool. If I want to make more money, I need to get more eyeballs to come to the page because I know if I get... 200 people versus 100 people, that means 100 people are going to buy. So now all my attention needs to be focused on getting those eyeballs. And I think this really, really comes into play. Um, we'll talk about it a little bit later when it comes to spending money to acquire a customer.
right? When it's free, it's all good. Like when you're just doing free marketing and you're doing organic marketing, um, you don't really need to know your numbers because you ain't spending any money. I mean, you, you should, but it's okay not to know your numbers because you're not spending any money to acquire any customer. So all customers are essentially free because all you're giving up is your time to acquire them. Now, when you start spending money, tell you it's something. You're like, hold on now. <laughs> hold on. We ain't even a break even. What's going on? Um, so then to Carter's point, I think we can go ahead and touch on it a little bit now. Um, customer acquisition costs. Because here's the thing. It's not enough to just know like, oh, it cost me $30 to acquire a customer, $50 a customer. That, it's not enough to know that. Even if you, that's the good first step. But what should be driving that, right, is understanding the lifetime value of the customer. Because if you're a good business owner, you have front end offers, like things that get people in the door. Right. But if you have a good product, right. And Cardo get into the nuances of like funnels, but let's just say e-commerce right before we get into that. They might see the hat as 25 bucks. Then it gets to the store and they see the hoodie or we have an upsell and we have a, a we have a bundle. We have a like so I know because my dad is going to tell me that my average LTV lifetime value of a customer is, let's say, uh, 248 bucks. Right. Let's just say that. OK, so what does that tell me? That tells me that I could spend up to $248 and not lose any money, right? Now, why would you say that? Well, why would you want to spend $248 on a customer? Well, here's the thing. It's not saying that you have to or you want to. You want to know what you can spend because the person who can outspend everybody else wins. Grant Cardone enters the chat, right? Because here's what you don't realize. You have to think with the end in mind. Once you get people in your ecosystem, that's what you call owned media, right? So I'm willing to spend a certain amount to acquire a customer because I know I'm going to be selling something forever, right? <laughs> so it's like, if I can press a button on an email now instead of an ad or press a button on a text message instead of an ad, right? Or grow your influence through podcasts and other mediums, right? Now, I'm going to make more money on a per customer basis because I was willing to spend the money to acquire them and understanding what I could afford to spend to acquire them, right? While still either breaking even on the back end, right? And not losing money. And so I, I, I'm going to take that point further. First of all, you just bust the people with that. With that, give yourself a round of applause, my brother. Hey. Um, because because like seriously, like people are so most beginning entrepreneurs are so. Um, short-sighted because they just want right. the money now because they have to pay bills. I understand that. I've been there. Totally. But like when you get a customer in your ecosystem, essentially they're in your ecosystem forever. So every right. time that you sell something, they're around. And the most expensive thing you can do is acquire a new customer. So like one thing that our mentor tells us is like for entrepreneurs, and please try to grasp, if, if you can grasp this, this should change your life forever. I'm doing my best to explain this. So for me, this bottle of water costs no more than the Lamborghini Urus I just bought. Same thing. This bottle of water and the Lamborghini Urus I just bought are the same to me. And the reason I say that is because as entrepreneurs, we don't trade our time for money. See, most people think things are expensive because they, like you say all the time, George, they have to trade their life for that item, right? How many hours of your life do you have to give up for the item? As entrepreneurs, we don't make money off time. We make money off of our creativity. 
So, so if I create an offer or I create an opportunity for people to pay and work with me, right? I created that out of thin air. Yeah, it's going to take me some time to fulfill, but to get paid, I can create it out of thin air. And the more people I have in my ecosystem to take advantage of that offer that I create out of thin air, the more money that I'm going to make. So for instance, if we have we have 10,000 YouTube subscribers, right? But when we get to 100,000 YouTube subscribers, we can say, hey, you know what? Like this podcast is cool, but what if what if we did a Melanin Millionaire Mastermind? What if we charged X amount of dollars for people to work with us inclusively? They can travel with us. We can have these dope events. And we say the price is 30000 If we have 10,000 people on the ecosystem, we can only make so much money. But if we got 100,000 people on the ecosystem, we can make more. So like, yeah, if you spend the money now, you might, you know, it might hurt you temporarily. But once you get the people in your ecosystem, you can just create opportunities and give them value. You can make a lot of money in the process. Because here's what me and Carter realized. That was a great breakdown, by the way. Here's what me and Carter realized, right? It's like, at the end of the day, you never waste money or time building an audience, ever. Ever. It, it may be short-sighted in the short run. People are like, I, I'm not going to lie. As a, I'm, I used to be a business owner first, right? You're going to see a crazy pivot in 2023. <laughs> but I used to be a business owner first from like, almost like look down a little bit, like influence, like y'all money, you like, y'all waiting to get paid. You and me both. You we are certified in our respective fields. Right. So we like influencers, like what? Like, yeah, no, go ahead. y'all spend all this time on the internet talking and creating kind of like, wait, what are we doing? Like, go, go close the client, right? But when you look at people like The Rock, when you look at people like Kevin Hart, and there's everything in between, right? Obviously, these are extreme examples. But what happens is two things when you build a brand. Number one, you have an ecosystem, a large ecosystem of people that at any given time you can flip a switch, any given time. Like me and Carter would joke about two and a half years ago. Like when he, when he started, first started getting into digital marketing, let me send this email to pay for my night out, right? Now sending the email might pay for the mortgage or might pay for a lot of other things, but let me send this email, right? And it's, we can joke about it because you build, you build an ecosystem, you build, build the own media. But the other thing, the powerful thing that happens is when you build a brand, right? You start to, we've all heard the, 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 the uh, breakdown of no like and trust, right? No like and trust. And brand to me is synonymous with trust. So what happens is when you uh, add new things to your, your world or you make a pivot or whatever the case may be, you get a chance to just like continue to do what you want to do at scale. The Rock has a tequila company. Kevin Hart has a tequila company. The Rock is an actor. Kevin Hart is an actor. The Rock uh, has a uh, pre-workout now. Pre-workout now. Uh, Kevin Hart has a plant-based restaurant, a uh, fast food chain. like Underwear line. Underwear like, line. All off brand. And so when we started to realize that, it's like, okay, we have to do everything we can to acquire two things, either acquire a customer or acquire attention, right? Acquire a customer or acquire, acquire attention. I didn't really even think about that one, but like the more attention, right? The more attention and visibility that you get, then the likelihood of you being able to convert more increases. Because even if your conversion rate stays the same, it's a numbers game. Like Carter said, if I have a thousand people on my ecosystem at a 6% conversion rate, if my conversion rate doesn't change at all, but I have 100,000 people, I make a lot more money, 10 times to be exact. So you, that way, that, that's the reason why you can never look at building an audience as a bad thing because it's the reason why people can drop a collection and it sells out in 10 minutes. It's because yeah. they have so many eyeballs. The reason why Beyonce, go back to the last episode, 
when the ticket sales release, they're going to be sold out immediately. Matter of fact, we're doing a, on a smaller scale, we're doing a limited collection with a gentleman named Najin that dropped today at noon. And while we're on the podcast, it's going crazy, right? Now, the, the strategy was that we partnered with somebody who was in the fashion space, who had a following, who had influence, who typically doesn't ask his audience for anything but attention. So now we have a reciprocity factor, right? If you can garner attention at scale by providing value and not always transacting on the front end, amateurs make money on the front end, pros make money on the back end. Now you really make this whole thing go crazy. Because it's like, how can I provide value at scale, which is going to attract more attention? And because it attracts more attention and providing value, they feel obligated to me. And now because they feel obligated to me when I do offer something that costs, right, they're trying to throw money at me. When you can connect all of that together, you have a recipe to build a scalable empire that allows you to do whatever the heck you want over the life cycle of your career. What's going on, guys? George Pong here, and I am the founder of Melanin Money, the number one brand for wealth builders of color. You know, I look at wealth building like a sport. In every sport, you got to have a uniform. And so what is the official uniform for wealth builders of color? That's where Melanin Money comes in. So if you go to melaninmoney.com and use code MELANIN15, you'll get 15% off your order of the entire store. And I think you're going to absolutely love our latest editions, right? It's literally a um, productized emotion of what it feels like to build black wealth, right? But you get to wear it. Um, you get to share the world, like your hard work that you're doing on this journey of building wealth. And we can't wait for you to join Team Black Wealth by shopping melaninmoney.com. That's a fact, man. I think that the beautiful part about it is everybody has an opportunity to do it, right? So like, you know, you hit it from a e-commerce space, which I think is an amazing space to be in, but everybody is not going to want to sell shirts. Everybody's not going to want to sell mugs. Everybody's not going to want to sell hats but everybody has opportunity to sell what they know, right? So we're in the digital education world, right? We're in the online education world, which I think is a beautiful world because it's decentralized information, right? I no longer will have to go to college to learn anything. And my kids probably won't need to go to college to learn anything, like unless they're gonna be a doctor or something like that. And, and so now we're in this place of decentralized information where you, know, you can get paid for, for what you know. And that's where I think a lot of people have an opportunity. And so when it comes to, pre to predictability for your business, even if you're a professional, like even if you are a dentist, you can come out with a curriculum teaching other dentists how to go from corporate America to starting their own practice, right? And you now can have predictable, predictable profits, not just in your business, but in your, in your digital business as well. So one of the things I was just talking to my, um, I had a call with my ads team, um, yesterday and we were talking about how much you know our budget and i was you know we want to increase the budget and i just had this epiphany while i was on the call i was like i no longer have to be scared of spending money on acquiring customers anymore like last year like one of my biggest this is a personal thing for me one of my biggest goals coming in 2023 was for me not to be scared to spend the money like my mentors always tell me neo always stop being scared to spend the money but like for me, like, yo, I'm an accountant. I'm, I'm not trying to like, you know, seeing like, you know, 10, right. 15,000 come out your account every week. That's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Right. And 
And, but it was because it wasn't predictable at first. But when I sat on my ass team yesterday, I was like, oh, this, it doesn't matter how much money you spend. If you're able to predict it, if, it, if you're going to spend $100,000, but you know your conversion rate, you know your show up rate to whatever class you're teaching, you know your opt-in rate, you know, like, it's just the more money you spend, the more money you make. So yes, it's $100,000 on the front end, but when you know the back end, it makes it even more predictable and easy, even easier for you to understand. Like imagine, imagine this, imagine if there was some type of gauge where every time you invested in yourself, you know exactly how much you was getting back. Ooh. How mm -hmm. much money would people invest in themselves off the cuff? Mm -mm -mm. And that's right. If you could predict like when I buy this $20 book, oh, I'm going to make a thousand dollars. When I buy this thousand dollar course, I'm going to make five thousand. When I invest in the $10,000 mentor, I'll make a hundred thousand. If it was predictable, Everybody would be doing it, but most people don't take the time thinking and learning to, to, to make it predictable because thinking is the work that most thinking is the hardest work that most people are unwilling to do. So because they're not willing to think and do the math on their predictability, they're just leaving up a chance and chance scares people so they don't end up making that initial investment. Ooh, 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 ooh. I, I don't know where that came from. Listen, listen, listen. listen. I don't know where that came from. Oh, it can't, hey, we're here. Slow down, Tiger. <laughs> Yo, God, I'm telling y'all, listen, man, but when you said that, it sparked something for me because you, you're so right. And the thing is, when you, like you do it on a subconscious level, but you don't even realize it. So all money in life is just a value exchange. So if you buy a book off Amazon for $20, what you're subconsciously telling yourself, whether you've quantified exactly what you think you're going to get from it or not, what you subconsciously quantified is I believe that the book is worth more than the 20, right? So what if you flipped that and made it a conscious thought and every time you were about to make an investment in yourself, start to think about, okay, what is this mastermind about? What is this book about? What is this community about? What can I learn? What's what, like, be intentional. What am I going to gain? And as a result of that, what's my goal? Set an intention, Right. I know that I can make at least X. And half the time, if it is a good mastermind or whatever, they're going to tell you, right? That's part of the selling proposition. If you do the work, if you do your part, obviously we know, you know, information is on us, executions on you. We do a free podcast every week. I mean, literally in our last podcast, which or two podcasts ago with ChatGPT, somebody literally commented and said, this is better than a lot of people's pay game on YouTube. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like we literally did a screen recording, show people how it worked. People are already trying to gatekeep that information because it's a new thing. You know what I'm saying? So I said that to say, whether it's free or, or whether you are actually making an investment, challenge yourself to be intentional about your, your expectation, right? Stop having so much expectation for the person offering the thing. What do you expect from yourself, right? I expect that by getting this information, access to this information, I'm going to be able to make at least a thousand, at least 10,000, at least 20,000. Like have some self-respect, right? Have some self-belief, right? Like, if, because here's the way I'm thinking about it. If my mentor has been doing it for 20 years and he's refined all this information or 10 years or five years, and he's refined, he or she has refined all this information down into a distilled format that I can grasp and they had to spend X amount and they made X, Y, Z, I at least can get this. If they made 20, I at least can get two of them things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to start thinking it like that, right? Um, and so when you can start to go in with that level of intention, to Carter's point, you'll invest every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Because now you have a purpose and an intention. It's not just like being information overload and just buying stuff to just buy it. 
consuming stuff to consume it. Before I put, hit the hit the uh, buy button, this is what I intend to get out of it. Okay, bet. Now I got to play. Let's work. Right? And that should be your intention. Don't be a information junkie. Right? Like actually make decisions on what you expect from yourself as a result of gaining this new information. Yeah, I, I love what you said because that's all money is. Like, like whenever we spend money, we're literally saying that this hundred dollars means less to me than whatever I'm exchanging it for. Right. So when it comes to acquiring a customer, like if you know that the you know the lifetime value, you know that you know, yeah, if you know that the lifetime value of this customer is five hundred dollars, you will have spend 10, 20, 50, 100, 200 dollars to get this customer because you know that this 200 dollars right now is gonna be worth way more than um than what you're spending in the what the customer is gonna, gonna, gonna buy from you. So um I think that, you know, just thinking about money in that way, this is that for me, that's that was just another money shift for me. Like anytime I'm spending money, nothing's nothing is expensive because what you're if you are if we want to spend it, like you're getting something in return. And it also lets me know this. Whenever somebody tells me they can't afford something. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor? that you could ask questions to, to help you navigate, you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success. Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real time to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than $2 a day. All they're saying is it's not important enough right now to get the money to exchange for it. Because if it was, you would do anything you can get your hands on it, right? Like if you say you can afford a couch, for $500, but you need to have a $10,000 heart transplant next week, guess what? You will get the money because the, the $10,000 means way less to you than staying alive. So just as a, as a, just as a life lesson to you all, whether you're on the, the, uh, the consumer side of it or the business side of it, whenever you tell somebody you can't afford something, all you're saying is that it's not important enough to you right now to find the resources. And from all my business owners, anytime somebody says something to you that they can't afford it, you haven't done your job on showing them the value that whatever you're exchanging to, for them is worth more than the money they're about to give you for it. So that's right. just a lot of lesson to both, both sides. Because 100%, because on the business side, it's never about selling anything. It's in inviting people into the decision-making process. Right? Mm, that's good. If you have the opportunity, if you have the goal, like I'm not selling you, like I have what you, what you, what you came to look for, right? I'm just inviting you into the decision-making process. Like, do you want it now? Do you want it later? Like, that's all I'm doing. I'm not selling you anything, right? And so, whenever you can't quantify the value on something, is either one of three things, or one of two things really. Either you don't know the numbers, like we went through today. Right. Like you just don't know the math on how it makes sense. So you can't determine if it makes sense to make this investment because you don't know your numbers or it's a it's a, a gap in belief. Right. It's a gap in belief on what you believe you have the ability to do. Right. If you make that investment, if you if you have that spending decision, right, you, you're not certain that you can turn it into 
right? What it's supposed to be turned into. So it's a gap in belief. And so that's something that you have to do the internal work on to elevate your belief system on what's possible. Like, for example, some of the things that me and Carter um, have been exposed to and have been able to accomplish individually, some of the things that we do now, it's like, there are certain conversations that you just can't have with certain people because literally they would think you're lying or scamming because it just, it just seems so impossible because of their belief system, because of what they have not been exposed to yet. Right. Like, you know, I joke about it all the time, but like, I'm very frugal on certain things, which is so funny. It's like, hilarious that you still have one car, dog. It's so right. funny. But I'll drop a bag on investments. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I don't know if I told you, did I tell you this story? Okay. Speaking of the one car. So, we, we leased that car, right? And yeah. so it's time to get a new car um, like four months ago. And so we went to the Mercedes because at, at this point I was just so busy. It was my first year with Legend. I didn't have time to even think about what the next car would be. And so I was thinking about a Tesla. I, didn't, I just didn't have the mental bandwidth to think about it, right? And so I was just like, you know what? Let's just go to the Mercedes dealership, maybe upgrade this one, get something different or buy this out or whatever. So we went there. They had some nice stuff. They had AMG. They had this. They had that. Um, and I was really was about to get something, but because I didn't want to just get something to get it, I just decided to buy the car out where I was like, Hey, look, we just, we'll just buy this because the went based upon where we bought it and where the way the used car market was, we actually got more value for the car than it was supposed to be worth. Right. So like, we'll just keep this for now. And then whenever I feel like getting something different, we'll get something different. Now car salesman didn't know who the hell he was talking to. So he tries to pull the car salesman tactics and blah, blah, blah. And basically it gets to a point where I'm just like, bro, I'm cool. Like, I just want to buy, I'm going to buy the same car. And we were getting to sign in the documents and he was like, I would tell you congratulations, but it's the same car you've had for the past four years. These trying to be funny. When I tell you it took every ounce of suppression of ego to not pull out my phone and say, dude, your annual salary just got deposited in my account two days ago. Who are you talking to? Right. It took every ounce of ego suppression because I'm like, he really has no idea. <laughs> right. He really has no idea. But anyway, so, you, probably, you, you have great credit. So you probably need to show no income verification. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. He had no idea. No he's financial. Like, like, no idea. like, this doesn't make sense. Like he should be, he should want to get this. Like he can qualify. He qualifies for this. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good right now, bro. I'll be back with something. But Again, for me, it just is not that, but it's not that I couldn't, it's just that I didn't, I didn't really want it right then. Like, but a watch conversely, right? Yeah. Right. Hey, look, I, I went in your room uh, last time I was over, I'm like, bro, you got, I ain't gonna say the number, but you got, you got multiple six figures and watches in here, bro. <laughs> so it's all about what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to conform to societal norms. Like Carter is a world traveler, right? He's going to travel more than the average person. Right. But he's not super materialistic on like fashion stuff. Right. Like, oh, here's another hack unrelated. Get in great shape and it don't matter what you got on. Right. Just just for, you know what? I almost want to do like a case study or something like or do some research. Like, is there a correlation between people who love the way they look without clothes and the amount of money that they spend on clothes versus the people who are using the clothes to overcompensate for the fact that they don't, they're not really secure. How they that look. should be a whole other episode. Yeah, we didn't do be- a whole episode on that because again, staying in shape has cut my expenses down so much. If it's not a melanin money t-shirt or a jean, like I don't like wearing clothes. I work out six days a week. If I can work around with no shirt on all day, that's what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I wish I would put a $3,000 shirt on for what? Right. I'm ready to come out this joint. That's but yeah, that's that. And for people who think it's like vain for people who 
who want to show off their results. That's like saying, I worked my ass off to buy a Ferrari. I'm going to keep it in the garage. <laughs> like, what are we you doing? You bought the designer because you worked your butt off to buy the designer. You want to be seen in it. I just rather be seen with no clothes on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it, that's hilarious. Man. We, that, 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 we had a table with that because if we don't, that's going to be another, we, we should do an episode on that though. Like, yeah, no, we, how, being, how being in fit can, how, how being in shape could, a healthy wallet, a healthy body can help you have a healthy wallet. That could be. That's the whole fact. So remember, remember, we like, when we had the podcast about, four, I don't know, four weeks ago or so, I was telling y'all how I had my same suit that I wore my wedding from 2015. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I look better than now than I did then. But, but yeah, guys, so we'll do an episode on that. We don't want to go off too far off on the deep end on a tangent. But yeah, like, listen, like, the key is don't ever play yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while. And that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is going to tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit MyWealthHealthScore.com to get your score today. I remember what the next transition was going to be, but no, so let's bring it home. So obviously guys, we want you guys to be able to predict your profit. Don't approach business playing the guessing game. Don't approach your personal development playing the guessing game. Have enough belief in yourself on if I do this, I know I'm willing to spend the money on this because what I'm going to get from it is tenfold. Business owners, if you can get great at connecting those dots for your customers, you'll never have to sell again, right? If they think they're robbing you, you'll never have to really sell again, right? You just have to understand, number one, forget articulating, you have to first have the value, right? We're not talking about finessing people because you're a great copywriter. Actually have something that's real valuable because that sells itself. How many of y'all have went into a hole in the wall restaurant with the best fire food? Right. So people keep coming back because the food is far. So the first the half the battle is having a good product. Right. So make sure that you do the work to have a good product. Don't be one of those Internet marketers who are great with words because guess what's going to happen to bring a full circle. Your LTV is not going to be high. Right. Because you're not going to have repeat customers because yeah, you got a one night. Anybody can get a one night stand. Right. The question is, she going to call you back. <laughs> That's the question. Anybody like right time, right circumstances. She had one, you know. Any, almost anybody can have that scenario. The question is, is she going to call you back? And if you have a good product or service, your customers is going to keep coming back for more and more and more, right? So remember, have a quality product, know your numbers, have belief in yourself if you're on the other side of the transaction when you're trying to invest in yourself. And you'd be surprised at how much more comfortable you become with parting with money when you realize and you've connected the dots on the value exchange, right? When it comes to the dollars that you're spending. Man, look, first of all, I need y'all to, if this episode was great, which I know it was, I need y'all to go on YouTube, subscribe, and then like give us a five-star review, y'all. We This episode was funny. It was fun. If you are, you have to watch on YouTube because y'all got to see our facial expressions. Like I, right. I go away from the camera. I go away from the mic sometimes to laugh, but you you, you got to go on YouTube. You got to see it because the, the, it, it's, it's some funny stuff happening in the background. But like y'all, please uh, like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Like we we are... We are becoming very, very, very intentional this year with yes. what we're going to be doing with the podcast and other things. So we just want you all to be along for the journey, be along for the ride. So please like, subscribe, share the video with somebody else. And uh, until next time, we'll see y'all on the flip side.
Peace. You already know. Peace. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five-star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.